What's good, everybody? It's your boy, S to the O-L-O-A. Before we begin, I do want to apologize for the crappy audio quality. Um, I'm in a secret location right now. You know what I'm saying? And I use my backup laptop. And for whatever reason, it's not configuring properly. So I do apologize. But I really wanted to make a podcast because I haven't done a podcast in two months, right? And so I do apologize because I know some of you guys do enjoy the podcast, you know, for all my overnight cats, for all my hustlers, for all my truckers. Hey, shout out to y'all, man. All my third shift cats. I ain't forget about you. You guys know I used to do the third shift. You already know. Whoo, man, we, we got a lot to talk about, right? Now, this is titled From 304s to Crypto, right? Yes, sir. Now... For those who saw my last or listened to my last podcast on why I left the Manosphere, you know, I, I talked about a lot of different things uh, as why I left. And you can listen to it. I'm not really going to recap that. Right. But from 304s to crypto, that's this is kind of going to be my my series in 2022 on how some of my mindsets have shifted. You know, the paradigm has shifted for me mentally. Right. And some people are not going to agree with it. Some people are going to think it's corny. That's that's fine, right? However, this is for me. Like, this is therapy, right? Shout out to Black Ram 313 because it's therapeutic, man. You know what I mean? Like, this is therapy for me just, like, to kind of um, think out loud and, and talk out loud, right? Uh, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of you guys, when y- y'all think y'all don't even have a voice in your brain, y'all just y'all just do whatever. Y'all don't even stop and think before you say something. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Um, but this is this is kind of like to give you guys more of an understanding. So I'm going to be talking about that uh, this year. Definitely going to talk about crypto. We're going to cover the crash, but that's towards the latter part, right? We're going to cover the crash, right, and all of that. So. Yeah, 2022, man. Uh, what a what a crazy year already it's been, right? Uh, you have a bunch of celebrities that are dying already, right? Um, the crypto market literally just crashed a couple days ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right now, looking at it, it's at about 35,000 last time I checked, okay? So we'll discuss all that, all right? So the other day... Not the other day. Hold on. Let me take a hit of this water. Uh, about a week ago or so, I was chilling with one of my boys, man. Shout out to him. He probably's going to listen to this. And me and him, we, we, we always, you know, we talk about different things. That That's something that I do enjoy, right? We talk about finances. We talk about, you know, he, he's a hustler, bro. So he's always talking about getting it, you know, how he's getting money different ways, right? Just multiple different ways um and then of course the women right and right now he's going through like a hot streak right now he's been going through like a hot streak for the last sheesh six eight months <laughs> you know what i'm saying to the point where he's got like a like a roster build up basically where he can basically pick and choose right and whatnot so you know we're talking and, and you know it's it's funny to me because i think a lot of cats look at me weird when I say, yo, I'm not really focused on women right right now like that, they're like, what? Because anybody who, if you've known me for, you know, 
half a decade or longer, so five years or longer, you know that I was all about the girls. You know what I'm saying? I was all about, you know, going out. Even before that, I was all about going out, talking to chicks, macking, all of that, right? And ever since lockdowns happened, right, my mindset has totally shifted. Uh, COVID has basically turned me into an introvert. You know what I'm saying? But that's not necessarily a bad thing because there's a lot of things that I've been able to kind of sift through mentally and and certain things that I hadn't thought about that I've been able to think about and, and kind of work on myself. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, definitely spiritually. Woo! You know what I mean? And we're going to save that for another podcast, I promise you. Um, physically, we're still working on that. Financially, you guys already know, right? So one of the things that, you know, because he's in this hot streak right now. So he he's like Steph Curry. He can't miss, right? And one of the things that I notice about him, and I'll get, get into that in a moment. But... You know, I was telling him about certain, I don't know what situation, right? And he said, yo, see, that's that's your problem right there. And I, and I said, what? He's like, the fact that you would deal with a woman in a, in a short-term capacity, whether it's a, a one-night fling, right? God forgive me. You know what I'm saying? A one-night stand or uh, a short-term fling. He's like, yo, I'm not even dealing with chicks like that, like. Like, I, I, I don't even waste my time, right? And I thought about it, right? And so, for me, then, he, he, here's the thing. I thought about it, right? And not just when me and him were kind of going back and forth on it, but then I thought about it throughout the week a little bit. And, you know, I get where he's saying, Right? Definitely, and I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong at all. But I'm I'm kind of explaining because I, as I've been kind of back tracking this as to to that mindset, right? Because it is a scarcity mindset. If if you only if you're looking at women in the sense of, yo, how fast can I hit it? How fast can I? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of a sh- like a scarcity mindset in a sense because. You should be dealing with women at your terms. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. Now, some guys are saying, yo, I'm not looking for a relationship, so I'm just looking to smash. So how's that scarcity? Okay, then this doesn't necessarily apply to you, right? I'm talking about for men who want to get into a, a, a relationship or something long term, right? I'm not talking marriage. Not not right now, anyway. That's That's going to be for a later podcast. Woo! <laughs> right? And I thought about it. And this goes back to, I think, when I was in college, right? Where I started to notice a pattern. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's college, right? I mean, you deal with a girl, and it's kind of like you and the girl link up or hook up, or you date a girl. Because in college, everybody's dating everybody, right? For two weeks, and then everybody swaps or whatever. And so it, it, it got to that mindset that I already had internalized before I even was um, aware of social dynamics and things like that. That when it comes to women, you got to strike when the iron is hot. You know what I'm saying? You got to strike when the iron is hot or you'll never get that opportunity. So, for example, and I'm not trying to 
be too graphic, guys, because like I said, I am trying to clean this up. But I remember um, a few years ago, I was talking to a woman that I met. This was back... I don't remember where... I, I met her on an app. I don't remember which app, right? It, it could be... I don't remember. It could be POF, I think. This was like maybe back in 2017 when I was still using POF. I don't remember. But I was talking to this woman and she lived... She lived a little bit away from me, right? Lived about 30 min, 35 minutes away, 40 minutes away. She lives like in Coon Rapids somewhere, right? Which is kind of far. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I remember one night me and her were talking. It was 11 o'clock at night. And she was telling me that when I get that feeling, I want you know what? I want that shish kebab. Shish kebab. <laughs> you know. Okay. Forgive me, guys. Forgive me. It's Sunday, too. Forgive me for making these jokes. But you guys get the point. And I was laying on my couch and because I, I was tired. And I told her, you know what? I don't feel like driving over there, right? Well, long story short, me and the girl still ended up going on a date. But then it, it, it wasn't happening. And, and she had cooled off, right? And I already explained many times as to what my theory on that. But that's another topic right but what i'm saying is is that i started to recognize patterns that the the certain women if you don't strike when the iron is hot they cool off fast because women for whatever reason right they we know that women they go off of emotions so if a woman is feeling uh, uh, you know hot one day doesn't necessarily mean that she's gonna feel hot the next day right women aren't like men where where most men you know, we can get, we can stay hot to a certain point or, or we're hot all the time if you're younger. You know what I'm saying? And you guys know what I mean by hot. And so, even before dealing with that woman, I realized since college that you got to strike when the iron is hot. And while that puts you in a position where you're aggressive with women, and I'm not just talking about necessarily you having sex right away, right? But I'm talking about you know, in general, like, you might ask a woman out right away. And then you and the woman go out, and then you have a great date. Like, for example, there's another woman a few months ago that we went on a date. And this was like a coffee date. And it was early in the morning, right? We met for coffee. She actually came and, and, and scooped me up. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, this was a few months ago. And then, you know... Later that night, she had called me or, or she's like, yo, I like you so much that I canceled. I had another date lined up that I canceled that date and I want to see you. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, had I not opted for the coffee date, who knows what, you know, I probably would have, who knows, maybe would have she would have gone to the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Now, needless to say, me and that woman, we never worked out. Um, there was something off about this chick. And on top of that, I found out she uh, smashed one of the homies. So that made things awkward, you know, where I couldn't really, you know what I mean? I just, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just made things awkward, you know. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that when you strike when the iron is hot, you take advantage of the opportunity that is presented in front of you. Now, I know some of you are wondering, why is that a scarcity mindset? It can create a scarcity mindset because of the fact that 
you may look at a woman and she might be interested in a date or meeting or what have you and you want to take advantage of it right away right however in the back of your mind and i'm speaking for myself right you at that point like if i don't lock this chick down now another guy's gonna get her i gotta lock her down and this creates a scarcity mindset because even though you may not necessarily be thirsty the fact of the matter is it got to a point where you know for whatever reason it wouldn't work out with the girl maybe I wasn't feeling the girl, or she wasn't feeling me, or it's just whatever reason, right? You, you guys know how the game goes. Girls flake. You might not feel a girl after you get that post clarity, whatever. You're like, what the heck? What have I done? No, why did I go wrong? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. By the way, I did get tested uh, back in December. Oh, thank God. The whistle is clean. Thank God. Um, right? But you you get into that mindset. It, it got to the point where I got into that mindset where, you know, there were certain girls, for example, that I... Like, I remember when I was younger, especially my teens and early 20s, when I, when I was talking to a new girl, I would always get butterflies. I would always get nervous, this feeling of excitement. And then I would create what I call castles in the sky. And that's where I would get in trouble. Now, what is castles in the sky? Man, this is going to be a long podcast. So castles in the sky are like where I start painting a picture of me and the girl in the future. So I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this girl is beautiful and she talks to me nice on the phone. We're going to be in a relationship. Uh, I can't wait until we're in a relationship. (laughs) Not even close, bruh. (laughs) Half the time with those girls that are built up, I was lucky if I even got to see him again after the first date. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And so, the older you get, oh man, it's kind of like dating, you know, when you're younger, man, dating used to be fun. I remember my 20s, it used to be fun picking out my outfit, what cologne am I going to wear tonight, what accessories, bracelets am I going to rock today, what what watch am I going to wear today, what shoes, right? It'd be fun. But then it gets to a point, and I don't know if it's, it probably happened... In my late 20s, who knows, where dating then, the excitement and fun, it, 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 it starts to leave. Because you start to notice that a, a lot of women are very, very similar. They have the same type of story. Uh, they may have different jobs. They may even look different. They may even be different races. But a lot of women, when you have dated a lot of women like I have in the past there are a lot of patterns and similarities where you can group girls, right? Oh, he's stereotyping and generalizing. Yes, I am, based off of my experience. Get over it, right? But there's certain girls that you know, like, okay, this girl, for example, you know what I'm saying? She's an educated black woman. This girl, for example, is a white girl who's a valley girl. This girl is a hood chick. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain patterns that you notice, especially living in a small town like this. Because a lot of girls here think they're different, but they're not. They're just a lot of girls are, are like sheep. They do what their girlfriends do. It's very hard to find a girl that likes to stand out, because in this town where I live, everybody's trying to fit in, right? And it's like they're trying to fit into what they think is cool, but they're like two or three years behind the rest of the world. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I I started to get into this pattern, you know, of 
this this mindset of okay, I got to strike while the iron is hot. And now, remember, guys, there's a. I'm not saying striking when the iron is is hot is a bad thing, but for me, it was a double-edged sword. So while I struck while the iron is hot, it made me aggressive, and a lot of women appreciated me setting up a date or meeting right away and and following up and and stuff like that right putting in the work as they say the the on the the caveat side the flip side was that it was kind of like okay once i hit it then it whatever right so it, it kind of I, I i kind of became content of just getting what is the minimum right i mean if all you're trying to do is get sex, that's not really that hard to get, right? And there comes a point where, you know, you do want to be in a relationship. You want more. You want somebody who, you know, you can come home to, somebody who you can enjoy their company with and vice versa, right? Oh, solo sounding corny. No, I'm just being real, right? Because eventually it's it's kind of like, yo... Like, who the heck wants to be that old guy? Remember, I always talk about that old guy, that 40-year-old guy or 45-year-old guy at the club looking for a young 21-year-old so he can sling more dick. Like, who wants to be that guy, you know? And so I started to think, like, and while I appreciated what my buddy said and I realized it was a scarcity mindset, I also realized that, you know what? It came to a point where you got to be honest with yourself. If you only... like, and sometimes it's not, and here's the thing, let me be clear, it's not always the guy's fault, right? Because too often when something goes wrong in a relationship, or something goes wrong with a woman, it's always, oh, it's the man's fault because he's a player, la, la, la. No, there are times, guys, I'm going to keep it a buck, there are times where I really liked the girl, and we hooked up, and it went south. For whatever reason, the girl flaked. Who knows? I'm going to keep it real. Maybe it wasn't good enough. Or in one situation, the girl... Oh, she got, and this was recent too. When I say recent, it wasn't like two days ago. I'm talking about a few months ago. But this girl was just kind of like, you know, we ha- we had pillow talk, and next thing you know, she was talking about previous relationships, and then the girl was talking too much, and me, I was tired, so I was like, I was at that point where I was kind of listening, but I wasn't, so I was trying to be polite because I didn't want the girl to think that I'm an asshole. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then the girl was embarrassed because she had said too much. And needless to say, me and the girl, we never saw each other again. I mean, we talked afterwards, which was weird. Like, she even told me, like, I shouldn't have told you all that. I feel I feel so dumb, blah, blah. And I told her, yo, it's cool, shorty. I'm not tripping. Like, what's up? But she didn't want to see, like, she had that, that buyer's remorse, right? But sometimes it's, it, you know, and what whatever happens. I mean, it can be whatever, right? It's too often, sometimes we... Hold up, guys. Let me hit hit this uh, energy drink, Red Bull, yellow edition. Sometimes we as guys, we overanalyze and think, oh, man, it's because, you know, I didn't hit it good. I mean, sometimes, bro, you can knock it out the frame, right? You don't know what that girl has going on, especially if it's a girl you just met. You know what I'm saying? Because for all you know, she could still be talking to her ex-boyfriend she could be busy at her job, or maybe that's just all she was looking for, right? But me personally, it, it got to a point like, yo, you you gotta be like this whole, uh, you know, 
slinging D, pumping and dumping, it, right now during COVID is not the safest thing to do, right? And I'm not, and it's not even the COVID that I'm worried about per se, although you should be worried about that. But it's the fact that, you know, there was a study that came out maybe a year or two ago that said that, you know, STDs, certain STDs like gonorrhea was going up 30% of my town. And why is that? Because people are hooking up more <laughs> during COVID, right? Especially through these dating apps. So they found out that 30% of people are getting more STDs in dating apps because, you know, that's what it is. The, the, the same girls tend to smash this top 20% guys. I wouldn't say I'm in the top 20%, even in my town. Maybe the top 30, right? But I'm definitely not top 20. L l let me not even cap. So, you know, so my buddy's like, so the point my buddies was making is like, yo, like, I, I deal with girls, like, I don't do the whole one night thing. I deal with girls like where it has potential to go somewhere. And I realized that. And I, and I respected that, right? But then I thought about it. And I know that for me, personally, like, you know, there's certain girls sometimes you deal with and you're not really fully into them, but you keep them girls around in case, huh, there's another girl. Or you might deal with a starter chick, you know, that's like a chick that's baseline, until you can work yourself back up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to a harder chick, etc., right? But I started to think about it, and, and I, I looked at it, and, and it's like I said, I've dated all sorts of girls, all different types of ethnicities, all different types of races, backgrounds, right? And like I said, there's patterns, right? And I started to think to myself, like, you know, if you're dealing with women that you meet at, at the nightclub, let's be realistic. Are you going to meet a wifey material chick? Hell, heck no. Heck no. I mean, yeah, there's the outlier where the chick, you know, she she's a nerd and, and she happened to just go out that one night where her girlfriend invited me. But let's keep it real. Like 50 percent of girls that go to like bars and clubs are, are, are smutty, you know, and the other 50, you know, they, they they suspect, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're generalizing. I mean, that that's a hyperbolic joke, I guess. Right. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is there's certain places that, even with online dating, right, because that's like the most popular one right now, there's certain places where it's like, yo, you're not going to find a quality woman, right? Because of the fact that even with online dating, it's kind of like, one thing I've noticed is with online dating, you have a bunch of different women there. And they're not, they t tend to be, let's be real, bottom of the barrel, right? Even if you meet like a, a hot chick, there's a reason, and I've said this before, there's a reason why they're online. And I've seen some hot chicks that I know in my city. And I, I'm like, yep, I know why she's online. She's online because she's ran through. She's online because she's batshit crazy. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm just being honest. Like, if I didn't know those girls and I looked at them, I'd be like, damn, this girl is hot. Why is she on Tinder? But I know some of these girls and I know why they're online. I know exactly why, right? And... I know that's how most people are meeting women right now, right? Online dating. And me personally, I deleted all, all the apps. I don't even use the apps no more. I was just like, eh, I got tired of that, right? But what my buddy, going back to what he says, where he, he's dealing with women that have that relationship potential, right? And now you're wondering, well, your buddy's kind of a hypocrite solo because he, he's got a roster, this and that. But, you know, all the women that he's dealing with, these are all women... That and this is my understanding, 
that he he could see himself in a relationship with, right? And I started to think, and I'm just like, yo. And I think that for me, when I look at it, where sometimes as a dude, especially if you're in a drought, the droughts are the worst, where you're just happy to have a girl even look your way, is it's a scarcity mindset, right? And what does what what does scarcity cause? It causes thirstiness. And then when you're thirsty, women pick up on the vibes, bro. <laughs> you feel me? They pick up on the vibes because they know, like, yo. Like, women pick up on it. They know when the dude is thirsty. You know what I mean? And I don't know, maybe because I'm getting older or maybe because I'm focused on crypto. I think it's maybe a combination of everything. Like, even now when I meet a woman, like, it's kind of like a take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even, um, I don't even feel like working that hard because at the end of the day, to me, I'm, I'm looking at it like, you know, I'm not going to put energy into somebody that is not going to reciprocate it. And I think this is the problem with modern relationships. You, you have a lot of people who don't want to put in the work that goes for both men and women, right? And for me personally, I got to the point where I just got tired of putting in effort when this shit wasn't going to go anywhere. You know what I'm saying? So the reality is then I start to think about what my buddy said. It's kind of like, yo, think about the times you met, met like an ex-girlfriend or quality chicks, right? Think about it and whatnot. And where's the best place to source quality, Right? And I think this is something that is not talked about enough for men. And it, it kind of makes sense during this right now as I make this podcast in January. And this podcast might be outdated six months from now. Who knows? But right now is, is, is like, so when people ask me about dating and shit like that, it's, it's it, it, for me, it, it's like, because eh, my mindset right now is I'm so focused on looking at charts every day and paying attention to the market dips trying to find good um price entries to buy and dollar cost average and yada 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 right but i thought me and my buddy talked and he mentioned something where he was meeting all the women he doesn't do online dating he meets all the women through social circle right and he told he we talked and he 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 kind of talked to me about how he created, how he's got multiple social circles, right? How he created one social circle when he used to work at a bank. And now, this was like, you know, years ago. Like 10, 15 years ago. And now, they're still tight. They, they travel. They go out to eat, stuff like that, right? He went with a couple people to Vegas multiple times, ATL. And he was telling me all of this, right? And how, you know, in the social circle, even though that, um, and it's a combination of men and women, right? And it's not necessarily about, oh, I got to smash or this and that. It's just like, yo, these are my friends, this and that. But what happens, what he told me is, is that in the social circle, sometimes one of the ladies might bring a friend through. And that's how he meets the women, right? And this is interesting to me because I do live in a town that is very social circle oriented, right? And I've spoken about this before because if you're not in a social circle here, you're not going to meet the top tier chicks. I've already said that, right? And I've talked about how 
I've dabbled in different social circles and whatnot. But he was t- talking about that. Now, obviously, <laughs> if you're, you know, semi-retired like yours truly, it's hard to do that, right? And even though I've, I've dabbled in some social circles, and I've talked about that in the past, you know, when he was telling me, we were talking about that, everything he said added up, right? And so... A lot of things is, uh, when you look at social circle, right, you have guys that are meeting girls on dating apps or trying to meet girls at the club. Good luck doing that right now because you have to be vaccinated and (coughs) no COVID. I'm sorry for my cough. And, um, you know, but here's the thing. As I said, you're not going to find a girlfriend material girl at the club. And I know some people, I met my girlfriend at the club. We've been going on for 10 years. Good, good for you. You're the, you're the exception. You're, you're the outlier. You're, you're not the rule. You know what I mean? You're the exception to the rule. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I notice is that for guys who really have their ish together that are successful, right? And this is one of the, 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 the shifts that I've had in the last two years. Being around certain people like this, right? Seeing how social circles operate. Guys who have their ish together, especially guys who are black men. Right, who have their ish together, they're in their early to mid thirties, right? Around my age, right? Guys who are making six to seven figures, live in the best part of town. I mean, they have the like you could consider that, right? Some people would consider that like a great social circle. Because you have the resources, you have the um, proximity, right? The logistics, if you live in the best part of town. And those guys tend to also have some of the hottest chicks in the social circle, right? And so these are the chicks that you would consider the best in your city, the models. the And I'm going off of looks, not necessarily personality, okay? I'm going off of looks because personality, eh, a lot of those girls are trash. Let's just be honest. But um, if we're talking about, well, well, personality too. Some girls are cool. Let's be honest. Some girls are cool. I'm not going to cap. But you're talking about the, the top tier girls, girls that are from, in terms of looks, girls that are models, girls that are the bottle service girls, um, or in terms of personality, girls that have great personality, still beautiful girls, still cute girls, girls who work in real estate as nurses, etc., 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 right? And I, I really started to steady it. I, I looked at it like, because I'm always peeping game, right? And I mean, a lot of the things I already knew, but it took it to a deeper level. You see, the guys that women want to be around, right? Women don't. Women know that okay, this guy, he's got girls, but that's cool. I just want to chill with him. I might let let him slide. You know what I'm saying? I might let him slide because he's a cool dude, and I just want to have fun, right? But these dudes have so many different options for women. It's ridiculous, right? And it's not only that, but they also have women that are in the, fr- in the friend zone. Whether the woman friend zoned them or vice versa, the guys friend zone the women. Where even if they just kick it with a chick, the chick might bring other girls around. Because these are girls that are like, you know, girls that go out there social, blah, 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 right? So it's kind of like in, in, in those type of social circles, they always have girls that come in and out. Because sometimes girls fall off, they may move out of town, or they may get into a relationship, or they may get kicked out, or whatever the reason. Or she may just get, you know, passed around, who knows, right? 
But that's how these guys meet those girls. And living in a very um, a town where a lot of people tend to stick together and do the social circle thing, it makes sense, right? Now, I will say this. It's hard to get into a social circle. Let's not make any uh, qualms about it. It's hard to meet people like that, right? Even when I was talking to my boy, how he met his social circle through his former jobs and, and how he's always networking. He's always networking, right? But, you know, and, and that's fine. But, you know, this this come there's come a point for me, as I said, where, and I'm not saying that social circle is the best or the be all end all because one thing I've learned is depending on where you meet people and and what you do the most a lot of people can be very vapid and shallow in social circles that's that's the truth a lot of the men can be vapid and a lot of the women can be shallow it's 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 a weird dynamic it's based off of not like yo I'm fucking with you excuse my language because you're a person of Moral integrity. No, I'm fucking with you because you are. You got money and you're cool. It's a bunch of like vapid, shallow shit. You know what I mean? Okay, guys, I apologize. So I was talking about vapidness and shallowness, right? So it, here's the thing. And Zandal's Clutch. Shout out, shout out to him because me and Clutch, we would always go back and forth on SBS, right? When we had our show, and he would always say, "Yo." I agree with you on social circle, but bro, I'm not, why does it always have to be a club, or why do we always have to go out, right? I'm going to say, yo, you ain't got to go out, because there's certain cats, like, I used to have a, a social circle with guys that are millionaires. They weren't making millions at the time, but they were making like half a million at the time. And our social circle was simple, because they, they lived, one guy lived in the West Coast, the other guy lived in the East Coast, and I live in the Midwest, so we would just travel everywhere. You know, we've, we've gone to different places, right? Miami. We've gone to Cali multiple times, several times. Uh, Denver, you know what I'm saying? We, we just travel different places, right? And so that social circle, it wasn't based off of clubbing. We met because these guys were hustlers. They were ambitious. You know what I'm saying? And, and now these guys are millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. And, you know, so shout out to Clutch because I agree. If if you are not a clubber or going to the bars or, or you are tired of that life like me because it's not conducive to living a healthy lifestyle, um, <coughs> you're, not, you're not really going to fit in, right? It's not going to be. And because, like I said, COVID has kind of turned me into a, an anti-socialist. <laughs> Right, but if you get into a social circle, and this is the hardest part, you gotta get one or create one where you guys are doing similar things, right? So one thing about me is because I'm so about the crypto right now, about the hustle. I'm not like if a dude comes around me just talking about females, I don't even want to talk to you, bro. Because like, yeah, that can be part of the conversation, but what what are you doing to get this? bread right now what are you doing to like be better to today than you were yesterday right and, and it, it ain't got to be like yo man i made this money or that money no it's kind of like yo this is what i'm focused on right these are me the conversations me and my boy um one of my my, my me, 
and all my boys have now that I talk to. Facts. And I don't have a lot of boys like that. I keep a very tight circle. But, you know, when I was, you know, it's like the Bible, right? I believe it was in Ecclesiastes where it basically talks, when I was a child, I did childish things, but now that I'm an adult, I do grown things, right? And I'm paraphrasing, right? But there's a time and a season for everything. So for you cats that are under the age of 25, look, I'm not really going at you that hard. Although you should be using your energy to, to get it by any means because you, you're only young ones, man. Facts. Right? And, and so, you know, for me personally, I agree with that. Because, I mean, for me, I, I, going out, like, if I were to go out, it, I prefer to go to, like, a nice rooftop, like the hewing, during, like, the middle of the day or late afternoon. And have some lunch or something and just chill, right? I've done that where, you know, I used to go out with this one cat all the time. We chill and then we chop up some girls. And sometimes I run into girls I know. They join us. We just talk. And it was cool. It was it was a vibe, you know? But I, I, I do agree with Clutch. It, it, don't get caught up into having what I call club buddies, right? Because it's very easy to get caught up where... The only thing you're doing with somebody is just going to the club or bars, right? And I remember um, there was this one guy I used to go with, hang out with, right? We would always go. We would go to the bars, clubs. We would, we would, we would tear it up, bro. Like this cat, I've talked about this before. He was the 5'5", the, the five, five, 140-pound uh, wonder, wonder child, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> this dude, 5'5", five, five, would just approach every chick. Like we would have a blast. This was Back like in 2014, you know what I mean? But the weird thing is, every time I would invite him to go out to eat or hit the gym, he would always decline. You know what I'm saying? And even though I enjoyed going out with him and meeting all these different women and seeing him do crazy things, right? Like dance with the woman, like he's 5'5", five, five, he's dancing with a chick that's like 6'1", right? It, it just looked weird, right? But in a, in a funny way. It, it, not like in a weird, like what? But it's just like, he just had like balls of steel, right? But I started to notice this guy would never want to hang out unless we were going to a bar or a club. And I knew right away then, oh, he's just a club buddy, bar buddy, right? And so for me personally, what I'm saying is put yourself in a social circle with people that are like-minded like you. Now, I know that going back to what I was saying, people are shallow and vapid. I know that some people are like, oh, I'm not into social circles, man. And right now it's COVID, this and that. I get it, right? And you don't even have to, like I said, if you have one boy, uh, one homie, that's a social group. That Two people or more is considered a social circle or social group, right? But I noticed that, and I know a lot of people are, you know, always tell me, you know, Solo, it's hard to find like-minded people. Because a lot of people, they don't have that mindset of wanting to self-improve. They just want to go out and party, like you said, right? Which is cool to have fun once in a while, but there's certain people, they don't have that mindset. And then... It's just hard to get into these circles, right? And I've gotten into a few of them. There was another circle that I was in. This was like a six-figure circle. Engineers. Smart motherfuckers. <laughs> Shout out to them. Like, And I met them I met them out and about, right? Well, the original guy, I met him out and about. And me and this guy, we've been friends now for a decade. Um, he's moved, uh, you know, he moved to San Diego. Um, about four or five years ago, right? 
But even then, when I went to San Diego, uh, my last trip in 2019, yeah, 2019, I, I, you know, even though I stayed at a hotel, we linked up, and then we went to Mr. A's. By the way, if you have in San Diego, go to Mr. A's. The view alone is worth the price. It's like a steakhouse, kind of pricey, but the view, breathtaking. Shows the San Diego skyline, shows the water, oh, beautiful view, Right? But me and him have been friends for a decade. And I was talking to him a couple days ago. And we talk, and I love talking to him because we talk about the crypto market. I was the one who actually got him into crypto. I remember in 2017 telling him about crypto. And he was kind of being dismissive, right? This was right before he moved to to California. And then he started to look into crypto because this was when last year when Doge started to go crazy. And then he looked at it and he invested in, in some crypto. And he told me, I remember, you know, last year, he's like, bro, if I would have listened to you in 2017 and put like even 10 grand down on Bitcoin or Ethereum when you told me about it, he said, I probably would be a millionaire right now, bro. I was like, yeah, facts. Facts. The funny part is when he said 10 grand, I don't even think I put 10 grand down either. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, is that the reason why I'm cool with him, and when I go to Cali, I can always link up with him. Or when he comes to Minnesota, he can always link up with me. It's because we've had that friendship now for over 10 years, even though he has moved. You know, and he reminds me a lot of, of me. He's, he's, a, he's, a, you, he's an introverted guy, but he likes to go out and socialize. So he's both extroverted and introverted. But he's not extrovert like me, where he'll, you know, well... Where he'll just talk to everybody He'll talk to people Within his vicinity or whatever He's very calculated That's why I like him Because he'll be in his corner just Chilling, looking over You know, he does the wallflower thing And the next thing you know He's talking to like a baddie And you're like What? How did that happen? Like bro, you were just standing at the wall a moment ago Now you're talking to like a baddie And her friend Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and he's really like I don't know you know, there's certain guys, you ever see, see a dude, you're like, yo, this dude ain't all that, but there's something about him that women like. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm not, look, I'm not here to say he's an ugly guy or he's good looking. I'm not, he's not ugly. I'm not saying that, but, you know, there's certain guys you like, yo, and I'm not hating. I'm just being honest. Like, like I just be like, yo, what's it, how, what, what, what? but I think it's like, with him, it's how he, like, carries himself, right? He... You can tell, like, he commands presence, right? So what that means is he's got this aura about him. And so when a woman talks to him, she picks up on that, right? She picks up on his frame and his aura and stuff like that, his body language, all of that, right? And so I was part of, you know, so me and him, we've been, you know, friends for a decade. And, we, you know, he introduced me to some of his friends. Once again, some of those guys were also engineers making six figures. Um, One guy... Ended up working. He wasn't making a lot of money at the time. Neither was I when I first met him. But then he ended up working for the railroad. And then he made like a grip of bread. So different guys, right? Different guys and and whatnot from different backgrounds, right? And here's the thing. If, if, if you're the type of person where you're an introvert, right? And the reason I bring up social circle, and, and this is my thing. I'm not saying, yo... Get into a social circle, blah, blah, blah. The point I'm trying to make is, is that, this is the point I'm trying to make, is that being around different social circles, 
having experienced it myself, having seen my friends, you know, talking to them, it, it is a game changer, guys, on, on how to meet women, right? Not, not just women in general, but also how to filter through women. Because in your social circle, when I talk about quality, right? Granted, I was talking about looks earlier, but also personality. Sometimes that's, that, 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 that old-fashioned way still works. It's the best way, right? Now, here's the thing. And I, I say that to say the last two years kind of has reaffirmed that even more. Because like I said, I've met various different social circles. Some of them are trash, let's be real. Some of them I'm still cool with, right? But what that taught me is is that having people that you can relate to, people that you have hobbies in common with, people that you genuinely care about, that can, like, people that are successful, right? Whether it's the engineering group or even the other group, it's like they have this mentality that there's nothing we can't do. I'm not saying they're delusional, let me be clear, but they have this confidence about them, right? They're, they're ambitious, they're driven, and they're very positive. And so that type of energy, right, attracts other people to you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to spread no new age myth, uh, metaphysical stuff. That's not what I'm doing, guys. But think about it. There's an old saying, right? Misery loves company. It's true. Miserable people tend to want to be with other miserable people so everybody can be miserable together because y'all trauma bonding. But guess what? People who are are successful, and I'm not talking about just financially. I'm talking about they're uh, successful financially, spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, career-wise, right? And and sometimes they may have one more than the other or they may have just one and they may not, you know, whatever, whatever right? But I'm, I'm speaking overall in that sense. They, they don't want to deal with a negative person. They just don't. And that's the biggest thing. Because one of the things about me is, it's a weird paradox for me. Because I'm, I consider myself a very positive person. But then, on, on the flip side, I, I can also get caught up on the negativity, Right? Definitely. Especially when, when, when things don't go my way. In the past, when things started to not go my way, I would always victimize myself. And so the last two years, and this is not the main thing, but this is one of the things. What, what, what it taught me is shifting your mindset it is so, it's so integral, guys. It's so key. It's very, very key to, be, to, to, to being successful. Before you can attain your success, you really have to start to believe it. You really have to mentally believe it. Even if you can't grasp it physically, you have to mentally believe it. And it's a tough process. And that means making sacrifices, delayed gratification, maybe even cutting out certain bad habits out of your life, certain people out of your life, starting new habits, starting new things to help you to grow, to evolve, right? And so when people ask me, yo, why, when we get to this, uh, right, from, from 304s to crypto, right, that's the biggest, like, thing is that mindset. And my mindset changed so much that when I realized that there were certain people that I was around with that, that were scumbags, I was like, yo, 
Yeah, I'm not dealing with that. I, I got too much respect for myself to, to, to deal with that because I'm not going to compromise my integrity to hang out with people just so I can fit in. You feel me? I'm a star, baby. I, I've, been, I've been a star, man. Come on, son. I mean, I always, even when I was five years old, I always wanted to stand out, not fit in. Facts. You know? So then you get to a point when you start to see people that have good self-esteem, high self-esteem, self-respect, self-awareness. Like, it rubs off on you because then you start to have to embody that. Because, like I said, people don't want to be around negative people, right? And so that's one thing that I, like, that's been a big, big component, a big, big shift for me, right? And when I look at the things that I went through in 2021, and we're going to talk more about that, man. There's been a lot of growth. Not just in 2021, but even beyond that, 2020, right? The last two years. And that's been the biggest thing for me. And so when I start to look at and listen to my old content, right? While I don't want to be dismissive of it. And I understand why I felt why I felt like that. Because that was my experience at the time. So I'm not going to be, be like, it didn't happen. That's where I was at at the moment. And guys, I understand to elevate your mindset, it's the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing because it requires something that every successful person has, which is discipline. It requires discipline to such a level that it, it, it can be frustrating <laughs> because you want everything to happen rapidly because we live in an impatient society, right? And we're, we're, we can be very impatient it's because everything happens so fast now. You can get everything at a click of a button. Do, 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 do. Everything at a click of a button, click of a mouse, right? But when you have the discipline to really change your mind, your habits, right? And you're willing to put in the work, that, that does wonders for you, right? And, and so I started, and, and that's been part of that growth, is to, to change my mind. And then to realize that there's certain people that I don't even talk to no more. Because you realize that every time you talk to a certain person or people, it's always negativity. They're either always talking about what's going on with them, which is bad, or they're gossiping and, and things like that, right? And people pick up on that. People that pick up on that, right? Because there's certain people like... And I've, I've learned this from an early age when I used to hang out with this semi-pro basketball player, right, named Marcus. Shout out to him. You guys have heard me talk about him. Marcus always, like, I remember one time, I, was always, I would always go through these girls' issues. And Mar- Marcus was like, bro, man, you always got some girl drama, man. You got and, and one thing I realized what Marcus was telling me is like, yo, let it go. And it took me a long time to learn that. You know, even now, like, it's easy sometimes to get caught up in the negatives. But for me personally, I, I look at it like this, right? I think that for me, there, there's been certain paradigm shifts that happened last year. One of them which shattered my reality. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? And we'll talk about that. Man, we're going to get into it because it's, it's been a lot of growth. And I'm not here to brag, oh, I figured it all out. No, this... There's a lot of stuff still that I'm dealing with. A lot of stuff I'm still dealing with. And we'll get into that, I promise. But, um, you know, this is very important. When you start to shift your mindset, and this is one of the reasons why for me, 
when I looked at some of the content I was making, that's I was dealing with certain things, obviously. And, and then you you know it's so easy to get caught up on the on the negative. Now I'm not saying that invalidates the negative that I was speaking about. I'm not saying that, right? I'm not saying it, it invalidates the bad things that happen. I'm not saying that. But here's the thing. What I'm saying is is that to really to change your life, whether it's financially, whether it's spiritually, whether it's physically, it first starts with your mind. That is where the warfare is. Right? It's your mindset. It's your mindset that says, yo, I'm going to get up today and go to the gym. It's your mindset that says, I'm going to read three chapters of the Bible today and worship and pray. It's your mindset that says, you know what? I'll go out tonight, but I'm not going to have three drinks. I'm going to keep it to two because I got to be careful of my calories. It's your mindset. How bad do you want to succeed? How bad do you really, really want to make it? How bad? You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's very, very, like it's easier said than done, right? And, and sometimes it can be very hard. It's, it's like there's certain things that like I've noticed sometimes I, I go through a pattern where I do very well for a couple of weeks and then I just have like a very bad week or two. And then like rinse and repeat, right? So what I'm saying is, is sometimes you're not going to, there's certain habits, certain bad things you're going to be able to shake right away. But there's certain things that are going to take you a while. And the journey is tough. The road is tough. But it's worth it, guys. It's worth it. You know, even now myself, it's like, it's worth it. And, and so people are like, yo, how does that go in line with the scarcity? Because it, it, it's, it's about going back. Right? Even though, like I said... Um, being um, aggressive, right? Striking while the iron is hot helped me. It also it was a double-edged sword, which also was a scarcity mindset where it's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do whatever I can right away, right? And now I'm at a point where it's kind of like, you know what? What do I really want from a woman, right? Because I'm, I'm at the point like, it, it's beyond physical now, right? It, it's like, okay, you know what? Once you've done that, there's really, like, you get to a point where it's kind of like, okay, like, you want something more meaningful than sex, right? And so it's kind of like, if you keep putting out a certain type of energy, a certain type of vibe, well, what, what do you expect to happen? And I think that's the toughest thing to do as a human being, is to really sit down and acknowledge and be aware. Be a, First of all, be aware and then acknowledge and then work on something that you have to change. That mindset, right? And so you're wondering, well, what does scarcity have to do with, with changing your mindset? Well, the mindset is very simple. It's, it's very simple. It's Instead of looking to smash a chick right away, like, see where it goes. Like I said, I did that with the one chick. And uh, the one chick that we went on a coffee date with, I was just playing it cool. And this chick was really digging me, bro. Right? And we kicked it and whatnot, you know. And then I found out she smashed the homie, and after that. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's it's very interesting, guys, you know. And I think that's the most important part, is is to, to be able to do change your mindset. Because one thing I've noticed about successful people is they're not going to hang out with people that they can't relate to. And it's not because they think they're better than them necessarily, 
Well, some of them, but not all. But it's because of the fact that it's hard for them to have a conversation or deal with people on a day-to-day basis that they can't relate to mentally, right? Or, or, or they're, they're just on different, different levels mentally, right? Now, I'm not saying they don't deal with them. Sometimes they don't have a choice. You, you might have people that work for you or certain things, right? But um, the reason why you see successful people hang out with other successful people is because even if they're in different fields, if a person is an engineer and one is a doctor, they understand that there's certain commonalities that it takes to get to that level to be a high-end do- doctor or high-end engineer. It takes discipline. It takes dedication. It takes ambition. You know, it, it, it takes a mindset, right? They understand that. Now, that's not to say that there aren't successful people who didn't make it by being negative. I'm pretty sure there are. You know, we call those triads. You know what I mean? They got those dark triad traits. There are definitely people that, that are in there. You know, that's the, for those who don't understand what I'm trying to say, it's kind of like, you know, remember how Goku became Super Saiyan is because he saw his friends die. Well, Vegeta became Super Saiyan. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z. Um, he became Super Saiyan because he was on, on Planet Namek, I believe, and he was tired. He was just tired of always being second to Kakarot. And then on top of that, for him to survive, he had to turn Super Saiyan, right? So there are different ways to achieve things. But sometimes people don't realize if you're in a negative mindset, you know, you you become what you don't want to be. Or you attract what you don't want. Just based off your thoughts. Based off your thoughts, what you're thinking, and based out of what you speak. You know, even in the Bible it says that the tongue speaks um, life and death. Right? I forgot which verse. But I know it says that in the Bible. I'll, I'll, I'll get the reference for y'all. But in, in the Bible it speaks about how the, the tongue has this power to speak life and death. You know? So be careful what you say. If you think it, it, it's hard. Especially now, with this Mercury retrograde or whatever it is that's in the air. Because there's something funny in the air, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's hard. But you have to get to a mindset where don't, don't say to yourself, why me? Why is it always happening to me? Or man, uh, this is blah, 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 right? Because you, you, you're speaking death. Like, it's, it's like speaking curses. You got to speak life. And even if bad things happen to you, right? This is what I've been doing. Like, you know, pray about it. You know what I'm saying? Pray about it. Rebuke it. Cancel it. And, and, and pray that the Most High El Shaddai will, right? So, yeah, guys. Uh, man. And I might make a part two to this because this, this topic got really deep. Now, let me wrap this up. With some crypto talk. Real quickly. So a lot of people are... Once again, I, I remember I, I made a, a crypto stream last week, right? For my birthday. And, and technically, it's the day after. And somebody in the comments says, oh, more crypto talk. And I'm thinking to myself, don't you want to see the evolution of what I'm talking about? I mean, if not, I get it, you know. I do apologize to all my listeners and viewers and whatnot if if you're not interested in the crypto talk, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm passionate about, right? 
And it's not just crypto that I've been passionate about. I've also been delving deeper into my faith. And, and you know, and I'll be honest with you, it's been a struggle. Because, you know, all it takes is a pog to mess it all. <laughs> all it takes is a pog to mess up some progress. I'm being honest, right? Um, but it, it's kind of like, to me, when I look at the content, right? And, and one, once again, I look at the content where I was at. At a certain place in time. And I look at where I'm at right now. And I'm in a much better place mentally. I'm a lot happier now doing the content that I'm doing. Right? I'm a lot happier now. Um, There's certain things that I'm I'm dealing with. Right? And I'm I'm talking in a positive way. Certain things that I've learned. that, That I... You know, that I didn't understand a year ago. You know, my knowledge in the crypto market has grown by leaps and bounds, right? Um, Spiritually, my faith has deepened, right? I'm not saying I'm perfect. Let me be clear before somebody says, Oh, you're talking about your faith, but you still do this and that. Like I said, it's a struggle, man. I'm just being honest with you, bro. Facts, you know. But I, I think that for people who are disappointed that I've gone away from my old content, it's kind of like, you know... I was stagnating. You know, there, there was a point, I think after maybe, you know, 2018 was probably my, my greatest year analytic, analytically, but uh, YouTube-wise, right? And then 2019 was decent, but twenty after 2019, eh, but it's kind of like, for me to evolve, it's kind of like I had to take, take a different road. And I'm going on a different road, you know? And sometimes it's hard to be on the path, but... It's worth it. It's worth the fight. Because now I can honestly say for the first time in my life, I'm really prioritizing myself in a balanced way. Where it's not just about, oh man, how many dates, how many girls can I get lined up this week, weekend? Now it's kind of like, yo, where do I see the market going? How many Bible verses have I read? Did I do my five miles today? You know what I'm saying? And... You know, somebody left the car, oh, more crypto. It, it, it's kind of like, bro, here's the thing. I'd be a hypocrite if if I didn't evolve my content. Because self-improvement has always been my mantra. It's never been about women. It's always been about me. But I made it about women. You know, and when I say it's about me, I'm talking about... I'm talking about from an aspect of self. So, So in regards to you, it's always been about you. It's never been about the women. The women, are, they're always going to be there, bro. Facts. They're always going to be there. You know? And I know some people don't like it, and I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I really... But what do you want me to do? Keep talking about the same thing over and over? I mean, how many videos can I talk about? Right? And so... Uh, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, you're going to hear me talk about topics that I may have talked about in the past, but... Now my m- mindset has changed on those topics. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, my mindset has changed, and it has changed because of partially this growth, among other things. Among other things, you know what I'm saying? Because right now, to me, I look at a lot of things that that were in my life, and I look at certain people that I've dealt with, especially the last couple of years. And things like that. And then when I look at where I was at mentally and I was dealing with this person or that situation, it's like, no wonder. 
Because my eyes were closed. Had my eyes been open, I wouldn't have even been around that person. You know what I'm saying? And as some of you guys, I got to keep it real. Some of you guys are listening to content creators that, you know, they don't have your best interests at heart. That's why it's, it's very important for you to test the spirit. You know what I mean? Test the spirit of the content creator. Even me. Because I'm not above reproach. You know? But I, I, I think that 2022 is a pivotal year. It's very important. You really, really have to, um, this year, if you want to get things done, I, I, you need to take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, look at where we're at economically. Look at what, what's going on with the food shortage. You know, it, it, it's kind of silly that we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic with like 50 different variants and, and guys are worried about feminism and dating. Like, like real talk, and I'm not knocking it, I get it, like, yo, you want to meet some girl? I get it, I'm not mad at that, like, yo, I'm, I'm a red-blooded male too, but, you know, there's a, like, like I said, there's a time for everything. And, and people are not paying attention to what's really going on in the world. You're not paying attention to what's going on in the stock market. You're not paying attention to what's going on politically. You're not paying attention to what's going on with the food shortage. And some people, it's going to rock, y'all. It's going to rock some people. And you know what woke me up, and I've said this before, thank God, COVID, when COVID happened, and then I was able to spend more time at home and listen to things that I never got a chance to listen to, right? Different content creators, listen to different things and, and, and whatnot, read different things. It really woke me up and, and it made me realize, yo, you telling me in 2020, this is like a year where the economy is shaky, but Amazon and these companies are making record profits? And then once I figured it out, yo, I made the most money in 2020 than I ever did. Even more than 2021. Facts. You know? And so, it's not about the money. Let me be clear. I want to be emphasize that. I want to say that people have to pay attention to what's going on in the world. What's going on financially with the stock market, crypto market. What's going on politically. Right? It's a, it's a hot mess. What's going on politically. Right? That's that's all I got to say about that. And then also pay attention to what's going on because a lot of people are going to be deceived. And I I think, I'll be honest, I think at one point I was deceived. Because to me it's kind of, you know, this is the part that I, I think that people have to understand. If you are listening to a content creator and they're giving you content that doesn't edify you, right? Even if it's Even if it's just entertainment, right? But if it's the same entertainment year in and year out, right? Like a lot of my content was entertainment, my older stuff. Then what? Where's the evolution? And a lot of us, be real, a lot of us are stagnant. And instead of looking at how we can change our situation, how we can change our lives, we just want to blame somebody else. But guess what? That's why for a lot of people, myself included, it's like your life is a merry-go-round. You're just going in circles. And you're not seeing any difference. You're not, you didn't see any change, nothing. Because it, it's kind of like it's the hardest thing for us to do is to take accountability and say, yo, I got to work on this. Only 10% of people who are listening to this will get it. The 90%, some of you are doing great. You don't need it. You already got it. And some of you, a lot of you do. I would say about... The other 70%, you know, y'all need it. And, that, and that's myself included because it's, it's a daily thing of mastering yourself. It's a daily thing. It's not just like you, you, you do it 
one week and then all of a sudden you got it. No, I mean, you, that means you just did one week. Every day is a struggle. Every day. Every day is a brand, and that's why every day is a new opportunity to do better than yesterday. You know, but it really, I mean, to people who, I don't know, I guess won't wish that I would go back to my old con. I mean, like I said, I, I just, you know, I'm getting older now, number one, and certain things that used to matter to me don't matter, and certain things that didn't matter to me now do matter. And we'll get more into that in the future, guys. Whew! Part one, man. Three or foes to crypto, man. We gon' you know, we gonna talk about it, man. Anyway, it's your boy Jones, and I'm out. Peace.